Can you imagine if we were more obedient? If we took God at His word? There is a reason to believe God. There is a reason to our faith. You could be poor in the eyes of man and yet rich in the eyes of God. Joy and satisfaction comes by knowing your purpose in life. Hey, shalom friends. Welcome to Kingdom Insight. I'm so excited for you to join us this week again with this powerful program, uh, the program that is uh, transforming lives around the world, Kingdom Insight. We bring you the insight into the power, into the spirit, into the presence, into the word of God so that you can have something to stand on in your Christian faith. Don't let the enemy bully you or push you. You have all that it takes. In God, you have everything you need to succeed. On this program this week, I have a special guest, a friend, uh, a man of God, a pastor. We will be talking on, uh, we will be taking on a topic called uh, purpose. Purpose, greatness, and destiny. Those three things are important and I know everybody tries to find their purpose, tries to find their greatness, and try to find their destiny or try to get to their destiny. I tell you, uh, on this program, you are going to be motivated to pursue God and to pursue your destiny. And the greatness, and you will hear about the greatness, not self-greatness, but we have greatness in God and you're going to hear yes. about that and how you can get to your destiny and the things that you face when you're going through or when, when you're on your journey to the destiny. Let me bring in my brother, my friend, uh, Pastor Phil. Pastor Phil, welcome back to this program. Thank you, man of God. I'm extremely excited to be here today. Kingdom Insight, thank you for having me. You know, it's a joy. It's just a joy. You and me, we've been uh, in this kingdom business and uh, we just take it as it is. We, you know, we, we, we're just as real as they come. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the topic today, discussing greatness, pretty much epitomizes a lot of the things God is doing in your life as well. And it's an inspiration for me as well. So I wanted to point that out from the jump. Amen. Well, God is doing greater things even in your life and at your church there. I love sure. being at your church. It's like home to me, <laughs> the, the prayer, the worship and everything. This is so good because uh, as you join into this program and uh, right away, I'm going to send Pastor Phil to share purpose, greatness, and destiny. Man of God, help us understand these three important things. So to begin with, we want to talk about greatness, to be honest. Um, before we say anything, the word is pretty much what we stand on. So there's a particular passage that I wanted us to read from the jump. It's taken off of the first chapter of Luke, um, verse 36 to 37, which um, the, the angelic agent by the name of Gabriel comes down and tells Mary that um, she is pregnant um, with a baby boy and that her cousin as well Elizabeth is pregnant also with a baby boy but Elizabeth is six months pregnant already into the journey so I want to talk about greatness because God can get you pregnant with greatness Amen. God can literally impregnate you with an idea a vision in life in spite of what people say in spite of how people view you in spite of the conditions of life God himself can can get you pregnant 
with a miracle, something far beyond what people can expect. I'm excited. Like, like, let's let's, let's get on it. Let's get on <laughs> it. I'm, I'm just excited right now. Go right ahead to the word, man of God. So, so the first point that I want to read out, it's taken off of, uh, of course, 36 and 37. The angel appears um, and says, even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. Mm -hmm. And then it goes on saying, and she who was laid, who was said, sorry, to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. So in other words, the angel is telling Mary that no matter what people say about you, God don't need people's permission to impregnate you with greatness. Amen. God don't need uh, the, the, the decision from people. He doesn't need the judge to say anything. He doesn't need the city to accept you. He doesn't need men of clergy to accept you. God can get you pregnant just because he feels like it, just because he favors you as such. Mm. And so we're going to talk about greatness so wow. that people understand greatness comes from God. Oh. And he points out that it is your relative. In other words, the angel wanted Mary to understand that as close as she was to Elizabeth, she also missed it. She can see that Elizabeth was, was, was preg impregnated with greatness. Yeah. So this tells you and now you could be so close to me. I could be blood related to you and yet not see what's inside of you. Isn't yes. that amazing? It touches my heart so much that he points out that your relatives, in other words, even the people closest to you will be most likely the ones that will miss out on the greatness trapped inside of you, man yeah. of God. Wow. He points out to her that she's six months pregnant into the journey. Another point that was amazing is that the angel points out she was said to be barren. And so this tells you and now, this teaches you and now that you could be known as a barren person according to world statistics, human statistics, and yet God sees you as fruitful. Wow. You could wow. be poor in the eyes of man and yet mm -hmm. rich in the eyes of God. Hallelujah. You could be rejected by man chosen by God. Mm -hmm. You could be insulted by man and yet complimented by God. Hallelujah. The angel says you are barren, so they say. Mm -hmm. And yet she, uh, and the same Elizabeth is pregnant. You are Baptist. barren, so they say. So I like that. Say. So they say. So they say. But that's not what God says. The question is, who say these things? Who's, who, who goes on saying these negative things mm. about us? Who are, are the conflicts um, or the spirit against the greatness inside of us? Yes. Most of the time, if we could be honest, it could be um, people from the clergy, mm -hmm. people from the church, mm. um, sometimes our, our ministerial colleagues, sometimes mm. our peers, sometimes our, only fa our own family members, yeah. sometimes our parents, sometimes our... Um, our siblings, mm -hmm. but yet at the same time, the angel says, so they say, but God says otherwise. Hallelujah. Now, I want to know that otherwise that God says, uh, <laughs> uh, because uh, so they say, uh, uh, people will put names to you. They that's will right. call you names. They, that's what they see. You know, they, they see the failure in that's you, right. but God doesn't see the failure. He says success. He says, uh, he sees, you know, a destiny, a purpose. When people mm -hmm. see uh, an hopeless person. Now, so I like those words. So they, say, so they say, but God says different about you. That's right. uh, help us, man of God. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited. Words, so they say. So you cannot curse something God has blessed. Hallelujah. So this is one of the indi the, the indication that you mm -hmm. know God is with you. When people go against you and God continue to elevate you, when Amen. people when people try to curse you and God continue to to bless you, mm -hmm. and it's amazing because. At this particular point, Elizabeth is perceived, according to the biblical um, period, the, the, the biblical culture, mm. as a failure. Yeah. Not being able to bear a child. Um, you mm. understand? Yes. In, in such biblical times, as a woman, you're known as you've completely failed. In yeah. her own age, she couldn't bear 
children. Mm -hmm. So people view you as you are a failure, a total failure. You couldn't do it. Mm. And yet God deems it necessary yeah. to, to, to impregnate her with, with greatness. Wow. In Matthew 11, 11, it tells us that mm. um, among those born of women, uh -huh. John the Baptist is yeah. the greatest yes so simultaneously people view you as the biggest failure oh. and yet god impregnates wow. you wow. with total and absolute greatness hallelujah so this tells me that the standard of man and the standard of god are completely different mm -hmm. and if people of god don't focus on following the move of god and following the the the, the way god motions we mm -hmm. can totally miss it all yeah because god can view you as a complete success while the world views you as a complete failure, failure. Yes, it's like uh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah is actually referred to as a weeping prophet. That's right. Uh, actually, they say when uh, Jeremiah the prophet spoke, nobody listened to him. Mm -hmm. When Jeremiah, you know, shared, actually, he, right. he got beaten. They, they beat him up. And uh, uh, to human standard, mm -hmm. Jeremiah was a failure. But to God's standard, he was an extremely successful man. So... Why do we worry so much about what people are saying about us mm -hmm. instead of worrying about what God says of us? It's interesting because we are so conditioned on the voices of what's going on around us. Mm -hmm. There are many voices. Yeah. Your wife could be a voice to you. Your son could be a voice to you. Wow. Your pastor could be a voice to you. Television. Mm -hmm. Social media is an incredible voice nowadays. Yes. And these are all voices, yes. Mm -hmm. But God's voice remains the same. Yes. 2,000 years ago, there's a voice that came down mm -hmm. and was in the belly of Mary. Yeah. This event took place 2,000 years ago. Mm. Scripture says later down the text that when she walks into the door mm. and she greeted Elizabeth, her cousin, the baby in Elizabeth's yeah. womb heard the voice of greatness. Wow. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And something Hallelujah. about Elizabeth moved at mm -hmm. the sound of greatness. Yes. So this tells you and I that there are voices out there to distract us that's uh -huh. going to tell us a path and a destiny not called by God. Mm -hmm. But when you hear a voice of destiny, a yes. voice of greatness, such as the sound of God, uh -huh. there's a joy in you that should connect with the Amen. voice of God. Amen. There's something Amen. inside of you that would react with the voice of God. Hallelujah. So that is the voice that really propels you to the place and uh -huh. the path God has called for you. Hallelujah. Know any other voices because other voices could be negative and uh -huh. lead you to other places. Hallelujah. But there is a voice. Oh. And I'm declaring today that 2,000 mm -hmm. years ago, the voice that came down mm -hmm. is still echoing in our ears in this place in mm -hmm. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, man. This is a, look, look at Jesus, man of God. Mm -hmm. When Jesus came, the Bible says that in his hometown, Town, he performed uh, very few miracles very few miracles. because uh, the people of his uh, you know uh, in his hometown mm -hmm. they saw him as a son of the carpenter and yes. uh, look at that trade it's not a great trade <laughs> no. and then they looked at him they said isn't this the brother to Mary I mean the son of Mary no. and then we know his brothers and yes. uh, we know his father so they, they lowered him down. They lowered the greatness of the power of God that was in him. They lowered down to the level mm -hmm. they saw him as a nobody, as just a son, a son's carpenter. carpenter. Uh, they had the spirit of familiarity. They couldn't see what God was, had put into his life. They couldn't, hence they rejected the Messiah. Not because, uh, you know, they couldn't receive from him, mm -hmm. but because they looked at him at the standard. They had that spirit of familiarity. That's what, uh, you know, most of the times, you know, even just people with, with the men of God, mm -hmm. they fail to get the word of God from some men of God because they have the spirit of familiarity with them. Now, here's the thing. 
the people say you are a failure That's right. because they are familiar with you. Mm -hmm. They know how you've struggled. Mm -hmm. They know your struggles. They knew when you were drunk like crazy on the floor and then today you come and you say the Lord has done something in my life. Right. Uh, so they, when you begin to do something, they lower you to that level yes. and they say we can't receive <laughs> this now. We're talking about three important things. Mm -hmm. Destiny. Uh, greatness. Now, mm -hmm. in one of the pointers that uh, you have said many times to me is uh, celebrate the greatness God has placed inside or within you. Mm -hmm. And that greatness is uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay. How can we celebrate? Because if nobody is celebrating what God is doing, how do I celebrate and embrace what God has given me so that I can step out there and do what God has called me to do? So first of all, when we speak of a celebration, we talk about joy. We talk mm -hmm. about unspeakable joy that comes from within. And for us people of the kingdom, the joy comes from knowing the greatness inside of us. Yes. It's difficult to go through life or to go through a day as a believer not knowing the greatness God has placed inside of yes. you. So we wake up every morning um, rekindled because we understand the greatness inside of us. Yeah. So scripture says that Elizabeth had greatness inside of her. Yes. So when Mary walked into the room, the voice of Jesus Christ mm -hmm shifted something inside of her Hallelujah. that ignites Hallelujah. the joy. Hallelujah. In other words, the miracle God has placed inside of you mm. is where your joy comes from. Is where yes. your, your, the, 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 the purpose mm. comes from. It's, it's from within. Mm -hmm. So in other words, you go through life living off of the joy of knowing what he has called you to, to do. do. Yes. Now, the child inside of Elizabeth uh -huh. was John. Yes. Scripture tells us he leaped out of joy by the mm. sound of mm. Jesus Christ. Mm. In other words, the baby was in a dark place. Mm. The baby was in a tight place. Mm. The baby was in an uncomfortable position. Mm. The baby was in a place and in, in circumstances in life where you may not consider as favorable. Yes. But see, in spite of all these points, there was still joy when the baby and the voice of Hallelujah. God came together. Hallelujah. So this tells you and I, men of God, in spite of the condition you're in in life, uh -huh. in spite of the circumstances, mm -hmm. you could be John in a dark place. You yeah. could be John in an isolated environment. You mm -hmm. could be John in an uncomfortable environment Hallelujah. and all crawled up together. Mm -hmm. But, but, but. When the voice of God comes Hallelujah. in contact with Amen. you, Amen. there's got to be a joy Hallelujah. about greatness hearing yeah. the voice of God coming together. Hallelujah. 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 I, I, I love this. I love this. You know, uh, now here's the problem. People mm -hmm. think greatness is uh, to be great, huge, bigger than other people. Mm -hmm. The Bible, and you've talked. You've shared this greatness uh, uh, when the people, the disciples were asking Jesus, who is the greatest in the kingdom of God? What did he tell them? Servants. Servants. So why are these great people servants? Mm -hmm. Because uh, their gift in them is to serve, to serve, is to bring the kingdom of God right. to pass, to demonstrate uh, the characteristics of the kingdom of God and That's his right. power. Now, man of God, <laughs> I want you to continue on this. Give, give us the pointers no, that you have. Now, no, no, another point about greatness is this. The angel tells Mary mm -hmm. at this particular point around verse 36 and 37, you have to go to your um, relative Elizabeth. Yes. Now, in other words, why would the angel tell Mary to join her cousin Elizabeth at this particular point? Mm -hmm. It's because when you are pregnant with greatness, yes. when I'm pregnant with greatness, mm -hmm. pregnant people should hang together. Hallelujah. In other words, your Hallelujah. vision and mind should at some point converse mm -hmm. and communicate and walk together. Hallelujah. Because pregnant Hallelujah. people... Uh -huh 
like to be around each other. Yes. So in yes. other words, the angel is teaching us an important point mm -hmm. that your cousin is uh, six months already into the journey. So yeah. this tells me if I'm pregnant with a vision, mm -hmm. I have to find someone who's already in it who can yes. lead me Hallelujah. to a place of safety, who can lead me to wow. a place of exposure. Wow. So she leads um, Mary to mm -hmm. her relative who's mm -hmm. already into the journey, mm -hmm. pregnant with greatness herself as yeah. well. There is another point I want to point out here. I want us to, to help us. When you are on your destiny journey mm -hmm. to get to where God wants you to go, mm -hmm. to reach your goal, to reach the purpose and the, the reason why you originally created you, mm -hmm. destiny has got so many challenges, mm -hmm. so many obstacles. Mm -hmm. And one point I want to quote, uh, quote here is uh, destiny is God selecting you even when everyone else has rejected mm -hmm. you. What are some of the obstacles? I know uh, the people watching right now, mm -hmm. they are feeling like, uh, I have this to do in life, mm -hmm. but I find opposition. Obstacle. I find uh, obstacles. I find challenges and I give up. <laughs> Nobody, and many people give up. And you know my story. Yeah. I know your story. Yeah. We could have never been doing what we're doing if we obeyed that voice to say, uh, the people don't want you to do this. Yeah. What are some of the challenges you have to face as you go on your destiny and uh, how can you overcome those challenges well when you talk about greatness and god is about to use you understand that when god uses you he can go against the grain he can go against the wind mm -hmm. and his word his word will always come to pass yes and so when we speak of obstacles it may be an obstacle for you mm -hmm. but just not an obstacle at all for god yes so what you call as an obstacle what you define as an obstacle is not an obstacle to god at all in other words when God tells, oh, sorry, when the angel tells Mary, mm -hmm. you will be with child, she is a virgin. And so yes. she replies, there are way too many scientific obstacles mm -hmm. for this to become. Yes. And maybe my question or yours was, there are, there are way too many logical mm -hmm. obstacles for me to become the man of God you've called me to be. Yes. And maybe some of you at home, there may be too many financial obstacles to mm -hmm. become who you believe God has called you to mm -hmm. be. Now, like Mary... Likewise, me and you, we have our obstacles, yes. but our obstacles are not obstacles at all for God. Yes. The angel replies, it is impossible for you, but it is possible for God. Mm -hmm. She was a virgin. She didn't have a man. Mm -hmm. So she understood, how can God make me this woman yeah. without the help of a man? Yeah. Now, Elizabeth was old age. In mm -hmm. other words, she got pregnant with yeah. an old man. Mm -hmm. in, in humoristic standards, half a man, because yeah. he was old and he couldn't produce. Mm -hmm. So... Mary bears a child without a man. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth bears a child with half a man. Wow. So these are the obstacles that was blocking their greatness, mm -hmm. which seems humanly impossible for us, mm -hmm. but yet possible to God. Hallelujah. So whatever is, seems impossible with man is always possible with God. Absolutely. People give <laughs> up their destiny so easily because they face the storms of life. Absolutely. They face the challenges. Now, there is another point here as we talk about, uh, you know, uh, the purpose, greatness. Mm -hmm. Now, this purpose, how do we find our purpose in life? Mm -hmm. So, to discover your purpose, when you read the story again in first chapter of Luke, yeah. Mary and Elizabeth are led to a place where they have to talk to each other. Mm -hmm. Because they couldn't fully understand where they were going with this greatness inside of them. Yes. What's this purpose about? Now, if I can paint a picture to you, picture and imagine Elizabeth on one side of the table mm -hmm. with, miracle, with a miracle inside of her, 
and picture Mary on the other side of the table with a miracle inside of her, having a communication, a, 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 ha having a conversation mm -hmm. about greatness. Yes. And this is how a purpose comes together. When two pregnant people can oh. meet mm -hmm. and, and relate and understand that we have a purpose here that transcends our own existence. We yes. are really here for a purpose far beyond why we are here. Uh -huh. I'm pregnant with the Lord, and wow. you're pregnant with one who's supposed to make a way for me. Amen. In other words, God brings us together oftentimes as pregnant people uh -huh. for a purpose that is intertwined. Yes. And I love it so much because you can picture mm. two miracles across the table yes. talking with each other. Yeah. And that is how you know your purpose, because God links you together. Yes. God brings you together to speak of things yet to come. Mm. In Isaiah mm. 40, Mm -hmm. Verse 3, chapter 40, verse 3, mm -hmm. the Isaiah, Isaiah says, There is a voice calling out in the wilderness, in the wilderness to yes. make a way yeah. for the Lord. Amen. And Amen. so Elizabeth is given a destiny yes. that complements what's mm -hmm. on the other side of the table. Wow. So wow. this amazes wow. me so much that we can live life not understanding that every step we take uh -huh. goes far beyond Hallelujah. our own life. Hallelujah. I'm pregnant with a destiny and a purpose that mm. complements your destiny and purpose. Hallelujah. Why should I um, go against you? Why mm. should I try to hurt you? Yeah. Why should I um, discredit you? Uh -huh. Why should I assassinate your character? Wow. Man of God, my destiny uh -huh. may be here simply mm. to complement yours. Hallelujah. And that's how you understand kingdom purpose. Wow. Wow. Oh, I, I, oh, my goodness. I know you are excited as I'm <laughs> excited here. Look, when you discover your purpose, and there is a, another point that uh, you've pointed out to me uh, during our conversations. You say joy and satisfaction comes by knowing your purpose in life. Mm -hmm. I find that point and that statement you've made to mm -hmm. me very, very profound. Why? Because the moment... I discovered what God wanted me to do, and I've never strayed away from that. Mm -hmm. I find joy. I found happiness. Mm -hmm. I don't struggle to do what God has called me to do. Mm -hmm. I don't do it because uh, people are complimenting me, but, you know, patting me at the back to say, you are the greatest. I'm not looking for greatness in that regards. Mm -hmm. I serve. I respond to the purpose. I am a man with a vision because that purpose has been birthed out of me by... Mm -hmm you know, sharing time with you. And the Bible puts it very clear, iron sharpens another iron. Why Do you want to discover your purpose? Why hang out with a somebody who doesn't have a, a vision whatsoever to change their life, and mm -hmm. you are here with a vision? How can you, you know, uh, mingle with people who don't even know where they're going? Wow, Jesus wow, puts it wow. this way. How can the blind lead the blind? Yeah. What an amazing point. <laughs> How can the blind lead the blind? In Think other words, about it. Man of God, if you're pregnant with destiny, you're pregnant with a purpose. In other words, your condition in life is not the same as someone yes. who's not pregnant. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'll use an example. A pregnant woman go through the day with a very different style of, of, of things to do. Just yeah. the, the system of living is totally different. Yes. She wakes up with morning sickness. 
She goes to bed with back pain and tossing yeah. and turning, and her walk even yeah. changes. Yes. So in other words, when you're pregnant with destiny, mm -hmm. when you're pregnant with a purpose, yeah. everything you do throughout the day is different from someone who's not pregnant. Yes. So someone who's not pregnant with destiny cannot yeah. understand someone who's pregnant with destiny. Hallelujah. Someone who's not pregnant with a purpose cannot understand mm. someone who's pregnant with a purpose. Yes. They will understand the way you walk. They will understand the way you talk. They mm. will understand the way you live, the Hallelujah. way you wake up in the morning. They cannot understand the morning sickness, the yes. mood swings, the mm. things you go through because you're pregnant uh -huh. with greatness inside of you. Yes. And the conditions you are pregnant, the conditions you live under or the circumstances you live under uh -huh. may not be comfortable, yeah. but these are conditions induced by God himself. Uh -huh. So mm. understand that you, you don't live life when you're pregnant with a purpose to uh -huh. satisfy those that mm. are not pregnant. Uh -huh. You live life to deliver what God has placed inside of you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You live life to deliver what God has placed under you. Now look at this. You will face challenges. You will face obstacles. Nobody, nobody. The Bible says that God says this. My purpose will always prevail. Yes. Nobody can stop the purpose of God from prevailing. Only you and me. If I am fearful uh -huh. and I am scared, I can stop God or I can delay what God wants to do in my life. Now, as we wind up the program here, I want you, man of God, to look in the camera there. Uh, there is somebody struggling right there to say, I don't know what I need to do. I'm looking for my purpose. I can't find my purpose. Help me pray with me. Pray with me quickly. Uh, uh, instill that spirit and presence of God to bring that purpose back into their lives. Immediately, I'm declaring over your life what men have spoken over your life that is negative will not come to pass. Those that said you are barren, I declare in Jesus' name you are fruitful. Those that have insulted you, I declare in Jesus' name you are now productive. You will advance. Those that that rejected you, I declare in Jesus' name, you are now chosen. You are now chosen. You are now positioned. You are now placed in a place where you can be catapulted to the destiny God has called you in. I declare in Jesus' name, I silence every voice of negativity over your life. I silence every voice that has, that has um, diminished or insulted or how do I put this? That has killed your character. I declare over Jesus' name that God is elevating you far beyond anything You've, 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 you've gone through in the past. I declare in Jesus' name that God is about to make you a symbol and an emblem of joy in your family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. L listen to me. Listen to me. Uh, this is very, very important. You can't pursue God without discovering your purpose, without discovering that He has invested His greatness, the Holy Spirit, in you to do what He has called you to do. Yes. Now, the key and the goodness of uh, discovering your purpose is this. You own your own happiness. You own your own happiness. You don't let your happiness be defined by people. You don't let your happiness be defined by circumstances. Even in the storm, I will praise God. I'm not praising God because of the storm. I'm praising God because I'm a man of a purpose. My purpose is to give birth to that which God has put inside of me. As you've heard, Pastor Phil, uh, our teacher, listen to me. Wherever you are, I want you to know this. You are going to reach your potential to bring glory and honor to God. You are going to reach your potential to demonstrate the true character of God. Step out of fear. Fear nothing in your life. Let God be God and let the power of God 
be your shield as you begin to move into this journey. Yes, to find destiny, to find your purpose, and to find the greatness as we have defined, greatness of serving God comes at a price. You will be rejected, you will be called names, but that doesn't mean that you have to stop. Actually, how be afraid if nobody opposed you when you're doing something good? Whenever something good is happening, there is opposition. Don't fear. Don't fear man. Fear God. Obey His word and demonstrate what He has called you to, to do. Next time, I'm going to bring in Pastor Phil again. We're going to do a part two of this because this is so impactful. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May you write to us. We want to hear your testimony of what God is doing. The email is right by the screen there. Live at kazumbachows.com. God bless you. Shalom. Shalom. Hello, friends around the world. Thank you uh, for all your support, your prayers. This is uh, Dr. Kazumba Charles and my wife, Glory Kazumba. Uh, we have purposed in our heart to be a blessing to many people. We have the books that we want to send to you and to your household. We want to send to you the weapon of forgiveness, revisiting the foundation, and uh, the parables of the kingdom of God. Write to us life at kazumbachows.com and life at kazumbachows.com if you have uh, any prayer requests glory and i will be able and will be glad to pray for you and to pray with you and to believe god to do the miraculous in your life please write to us and we want to send you those materials just say hello to the people hello people glorious <laughs> shalom bye-bye